Hello, and welcome to The Changed Podcast. I'm Brent Stone, and I have my special guest today, Jen Guidry, with me. And this is going to bless you all so much. Jen has been uh, introduced to me over the last couple of weeks through some mutual connections, and we've gotten a chance to become friends. And what she's going to share with you today about her encounter with Jesus is going to blow you away. So with that, Jen, I would love it if you just uh, take it away and answer you know, the main question, which is the encounter that, that changed your life, the encounter with Jesus that changed your life, but then also any kind of background leading into that, uh, we would love to hear. So I'll turn it over to you. Thank you so much That's for being here. a lot of here. pressure. <laughs> you know, um, I, I've been blessed to have uh, many different encounters with, with God. Uh, you know, I've but, and I thought long and hard about which story to share today. And the one that kept on coming back to me um, is a, a something that tragic that happened to me. Uh, but obviously, you know, in the end, God worked everything out. So I was like, how am I going to deliver this? So I'm just going to tell you a story. Um, and it all starts with me uh, being an avid hiker. Uh, I have hiked all over the world. And um, back in 2017, 16, um, I had won a trip from work uh, to Costa Rica. And I unfortunately uh, back then was separated um, from my husband. And uh, so I had brought one of my girlfriends with me on this trip. And she was also a fellow hiker. And we had this beautiful hike planned where we walk 10 miles uh, out and back uh, out throughout the jungle and uh, to a waterfall at the end. All right. So it's 10 total miles. We're like, no problem. Hired a guide for the day. And this guy picks us up and we drive out into the middle of literally like nowhere. I mean, we were about an hour south of Nicaragua. Um, two out of the three hours of the drive was on these big bumpy roads. Uh, but we finally get there and we're like, we're going for it. And when we finally parked the vehicle, the guide gets out and he's like, all right, let's go. And we're just, we're heading. And I've always been a very, very fast hiker. Um, I like to get there and go. And what I noticed, uh, when we started hiking was that the animal life was acting really strange like really strange and we were almost like like catness i mean we were we were just like birds all around us and you know like at one time there were like horse not horse flies but the dragonflies um were all around us we're like oh we're in nature and we're hiking and we're having a great time and then we started feeling uh tremors um which was interesting. And I, I, I lived in California, so I was used to feeling, you know, earthquake activity in the past, you know, little tremors here and there. Uh, but we started feeling like they were a little more than just tremors. They were like, and, and so we'd, you know, be hiking and all of a sudden you hear the, the, you hear the noise first and then you start, you know, to feel the, the ground shake. So we get down, you know, we're five miles in, we're almost to the waterfall. We get to the waterfall. And while we're there, there was an earthquake. Like I'm talking like an earthquake. Um, ended up, I didn't know at the time, but it was a 6.7 magnitude earthquake. And we were about an hour away from the epicenter. So 
you know, we're we're there, we're heading back, and all of a sudden you hear raw, 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 and you can see the trees going like this, and the ground's moving. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like what's going on? And that, I mean, and again, like the wildlife, I mean, they sensed it. It was incredible how they could sense it. So it finally stopped shaking, and we're just like, holy cow, like what is happening here? Like this, you know, is the earth gonna, what's gonna happen? Right. So we, we start kind of, booking it back um you know to the vehicle because it wasn't good i mean we had to go through all this terrain um you know to get back and so i was hiking really quickly um my friend danny she was right behind me and then the guide was probably you know 50 to 75 yards behind us and we just wanted to go now the path was very thin very thin and it was like trees all around and it was all rocks and roots so just picture a very uneven path and you know we get about a mile in so we're about six miles out of the out of the 10 and you can see sunshine coming through the trees and these things buzzing around so i thought they were horse flies <laughs> thought so i start walking through and Danny's right behind me, guides way back. And guess what? They were not horse flies. <laughs> so during the earthquake, a Costa Rican wasp's nest had fallen, basically. And the whole swarm was in the middle of the path. And we were the only ones on the hiking trail. So I walk through the path and I'm like, I started getting attacked. So I'm flailing and that got wasps head to toe all over me. They start attacking Danny. And so the guy sees, you know, what what's going on. He's like, run! run as fast as we can. As I'm looking down now, mind you, I don't know if you can see, I have a couple scars on my neck. So I had neck surgery uh, that wasn't completely fused, uh, you know, maybe six or seven months before that. But, you know, I was invincible. <laughs> So uh, I decided to go hiking anyway, uh, probably the, one of the dumber things I've done. However, um, so I'm running as fast as I can. I'm trying to get these things off of me and they're just stinging me all over the place and uh, stinging Danny. And as I'm running, I'm like, oh, no, this is not good because I can see my ankles doing that. So I finally I fell. And when I fell you know, your adrenaline's going, Danny's right behind me and we're punching things off of each other. They were all over my backpack, my, I mean, everywhere. So we finally, um, they stopped stinging and we, <laughs> I looked down and I could tell I hurt myself pretty bad, pretty bad. And I'm like, Danny, I said, I, I, I at the very least I've torn probably every single ligament uh, in tendon in my legs, uh, but I don't know how I'm going to be able to walk back. Um, and we were four miles from the car. And, you know, once I started, again, your adrenaline's going, but once I started kind of getting back into just regulating my breathing, I tied my boots as tight as I could. And the guide finally catches up to us, like what seemed like an eternity later. And we're like, do you have an EpiPen? 
no. I'm like, well, what if we were allergic? Like, what kind of guide are you? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, do you have a satellite phone? No. I'm like, you don't have a satellite phone? I said, we're in the middle of nowhere. I'm like, how am I going to walk back to the car? And so I ended up, I had to walk back four miles uh, with, which I didn't know at the time, but I had two broken ankles. So finally get back. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I made the mistake. We, we finally, they had to lift me into the car because by the time we actually got into the car, um, I, I mean, it was like my adrenaline had worn off. I was in a ton of pain. And as soon as I took my boots off my, I can't imagine <laughs> you, Oh no, it gets worse. <laughs> so, oh no. So we get, we, we dumped all the, um, all the uh, like the drinks out of the cooler and then we're just icing my legs and I got I was sitting in the back seat and I had my, my legs in between like on the center console and I'm like where's the nearest hospital right because again at this time I didn't know I broke my ankles um I said I need something for pain I you know so we finally get to like the the clinic and the because it was a it was a San Rincon National Park um so we get in the clinic and the clinic was literally an ambulance, the back of an ambulance stuck into dirt. And so there's a picture of me where they got the, the guide and some other guy that carry me because I couldn't walk um, into the back of this clinic. And then they're like, well, you got to give me a uh, hundred bucks uh, for a shot. I'm like a hundred bucks for a shot. And we only accept cash. So long story short, that was his tip money. He never got a tip because... <laughs> It was a horrible guide. Um, but yeah, they so they finally gave me something to just stop the pain. Um, and then we had to drive two hours on the bumpy road, which that was awesome. Um, finally get back, went to the hospital. And again, they wrapped my legs up in ace bandages. And they said, you need to go see an orthopedic uh, doctor like the second you get home. So this is on um, like a Friday, Saturday. I couldn't catch a flight home Sunday. I finally get home um, and I, I just remember. So I was in a wheelchair. I couldn't wear like anything. I couldn't even put socks on. It, they, <laughs> my, it was horrible pain. I didn't sleep, nothing. So as you can imagine by Sunday, I am number one. I just remember crying the whole way home. Uh, when I'm on the plane and they felt sorry for me. So they upgraded me to like economy plus so I could have some room. Um, couldn't walk. I had to be carried and have a wheelchair. I mean, nothing crutches. It was a mess. So my mom picks me up and, uh, you know, just side note on that, backing up my story, I would never tell them. And again, I've hiked all over the world. I've gone to Africa. I've been all over Europe, like you name it, I've been there, but I never tell my, my mom and dad, like, I'm hiking here today. And so my mom, she was like, I texted her before we left. And I'm like, hey, you know, just in case this is where I'm going to be today. And she's like, why are you telling me that? I'm like, I don't know. I just felt like I should. So she picks me up from the airport. We get home. And my husband um, had moved out. And not only did he move out, he took all of the furniture with him. So we, <laughs> so we get home. I walk in, the only furniture I have in the house is the bed. That's it. And um, that was like 
step one of my, or step two of my, like, you got to be kidding me thing. Right. Can you imagine like all this stuff happened and he had no idea no. in his defense. We were going through a, you know, a rough time and we ended up, we got divorced. Um, however, um, you know, just walking into that and I'm like, what else could possibly go wrong? Right. So had an ortho appointment the next day, get the MRIs and yeah, I cracked both my ankles. So they put me in casts. So now this is the things that you have to picture. So it, in talking a little bit about myself, I was at a point in my life where I had a relationship with God, but I had also become like I was invincible, right? Like I didn't need anybody to take care of me. I didn't need anything, um, you know, get out of my way or I'm going to run you over. And and that's how I was. I mean, I, it, in, in business, I mean, I was very successful. I had an established an, a name for myself in San Antonio and I was like in this amazing shape. I'd overcome this, you know, crazy, you know, neck thing. And, um, I was like, right. And I was very independent, didn't need anybody. And all of a sudden I needed help. And I had never asked for help. I yeah. mean, no one's ever, I mean, I just, that was my nature. Um, so my father um, flies in uh, because I'm like, I can't drive. I can't take care of myself. I can't even take a shower. I mean, how do you take a shower with two broken ankles and casts up to your knees, right? Um, and my so my father, you know, came to my rescue. And my dad, and I know... He won't mind me sharing this part, but we had a very tumultuous relationship. There's a part where I'm like, ah. um, and we didn't, uh, I don't know. I didn't really like my dad that much, honestly. I mean, we were not very sure. close, but um, I loved him, obviously, and I, I still do very much. And I like him now, too, which is great. Uh, but my back then, um, we weren't close. I mean, I never actually spent time with my dad at all. And, um, it was, it was very, diff very, uh, like, I was like, what is this going to be like? And so I went on, I remember rooms to go and I ordered whatever could be delivered the next day <laughs> for furniture. So I bought a bed and a bedroom set for him. Um, and bought a couch. I mean, I did all these things where I'm just like, just whatever you can deliver tomorrow. Like that's what I'm buying. Um, uh, and so he did, and you know, he put everything together uh, for me. And uh, I will tell you that I was a real jerk. Like I was miserable. I was like pity party, a bed B, and B. You know, I mean, you know, that. Um, I was, I was really, really mad that all of my independence had been completely taken away from me. And that for the first time, I actually had to rely on someone to actually take care of me. So during my worst evening of, and I treated my dad like crap. I mean, I really did. I, I was, I was, a, I was miserable. I was so angry um, at not being able to do anything. Um, so uh, one night I was watching TV and uh, my dad came in right before he was going to sleep 
And he's like, all right, can, is there anything I could do for you? And I'm like, yeah, room. And I was just like, and he tried to like put my feet up for me so I can elevate them. And I was just a jerk. And he's like, I'm just trying to help you. And I'm like, I know, you know? And uh, so he left and I just cried myself to sleep that night. And this is where the real story comes in. Get up again, try to do it without crying, but it's probably not going to happen. So um, God has uh, talked to me in several different forms. Uh, and I have crazy dreams that I remember every bit of them when he wants me to remember them, like every single detail. And um, having had those in the past, I obviously recognized this one that I am I'm about to have tonight. So cried myself to sleep. And um, I just remember God saying, Jen, you need to pay attention right now. He goes, you were too independent. <laughs> and um, sorry. Um, and uh, And he's like, it's okay. Take your time. You need to feel like what it's like to be dependent on your father and your father. And um, yeah. he's like, you were, you got too far away from me. And he's like, you're not close enough to your dad. He goes, so I did this to bring you back to where you need to be. And he's like, you need to take this time with your dad. And you need to become closer to him. And um, savor the time, build up your relationship and come back to me also. And so yeah. I woke up and I'm like, all right. <laughs> no, I actually woke up crying. And uh, I called my dad and uh, I don't even know what time it was in the morning. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. And um, apologize for being such a turd. Um and I said, I, I really want to take this time. And I told him about my dream. Um, and I still, it's crazy because to this day, I remember every detail of that dream. And um, and so that, that time ended up being like, like one of the best times of my life. Because... Um, I got close to my dad. Sorry. No, this is, uh, this is great. No, yeah, no take your it, time. You know, let him take care of me for, I mean, um, it was weird because he didn't take care of me when I was a kid. We, again, we, we were, we were never close. He was a, a different person. Sure. Back then. So anyway, um, but yeah, I mean, it, I, it, that, it, that time went from being just a time of like, where I was so mad to a time where I'm like, this is freaking awesome. <laughs> like, yeah, my like really me. quick. Yeah. Like overnight, like, like from there to there and then just getting closer to God in the meantime. And then, you know, realizing that, um, man, it's, it's not about being dependent. Like the, you have to be or it's not about being independent. It's about being dependent. And that's what happens to us, right? When we start doing really well at things, we're like, oh, I don't need God, right? 
and put them in our back pocket. And that's what we do. I mean, I think that's a lot of times it's human nature. But what we don't realize is that like God's way bigger than that. Um, and that in order to receive and to, to live the life that he wants all of us to live is that you have to be dependent upon him. You got to be childlike. And so it was such yeah. like a profound lesson that I still, you know, carry with me, um, you know, and from that day forward, like my relationship with my dad was completely different. Um, and he stayed and he, we enjoyed our time. Uh, and then I also really reaffirm my dependence on God um, and really started bringing him with me uh, in every aspect uh, of my life and, and my career. Um, you know, it changed so many different things. And, and I, I write about this a lot and I talk about this a lot. It's like you can have success, but you can't have true success unless you give God the glory. Uh, for it. And when people in business and people tell me all the time, like, you're crazy for talking about God so much. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm like, you're the crazy one for not talking about God. You know, it's like, it's, right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean that I, and, and I've had other encounters like that, but like this one was like the one that really changed so many different things for me, not, you know, and personal and my personal life, uh, and my relationship with my dad and my dad, you know, um, it's so good. So you were, you were literally, that. you were, you were the, you were the definition of broken physically, oh, totally emotionally. Yeah. And God met you in that space and was like, daughter, come back. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how beautiful is that? You know, I mean, that's yeah. just how good he is to just meet us yeah. where we are and to just use scenarios in our life to bring us back to him. Yeah. So we can have just a more fulfilling life. And you know, he, yeah. how many people does he reach out to that don't respond the way that you did? A right? lot. How, no, I'm how, sure. How, yeah. <laughs> I could have gone the other way, but, um, you know, I, I could have gone the yeah. other way. I could have been miserable the whole time. But, you know, it's funny. It's like, um, you know, I, I never let people take care of me before. I never let, I mean, I was always like, get out of my way. I don't need anybody. Um, and, you know, just the peace that came from that is like, until you actually experience it, I, it's, I can't even describe it, but it, it changed me in so many different ways. And I really did enjoy, I mean, I ended up being in, um, cast for 12 weeks. Um, and then I was in fracture boots for another 12 weeks. It took a, it took a while to heal. Um, Gosh. but some of the best times that's like, it was, you know, I, I would go to the pool and I'd be like, you know, the girl with the pink casts and, uh, you know, I, I actually let people take care of me and I, I let, um, that time, just, I don't know. It was, I mean, it was great. Um, but as soon as those things came off and I was able to start, you know, working towards, I mean, I couldn't even walk. I was like Frankenstein when I, when I first got all the, the boots off and everything, but, um, I, I just, I, I was never that independent again. Um, and I realized like, I, you need God, you have to have God. I mean, you, there's a difference between religion and relationship, right? 
and it's all about the relationship and you know just stop putting god in your back pocket stop just taking them out when you need them because you need them all the time you know yeah and when you acknowledge that and surrender to it um changes your life yeah changes your life. no that's that's so good well okay so now <laughs> And, and, and we've talked a little bit, we talked a little bit, a little bit before we, we went in to record today, but mm -hmm. what I was going to say is that you've had, you've had other experiences and yeah. today I wanted you to be able to also talk a little bit about since you shared this particular experience, how have you walked out that change since then? Like what are, what are some of the things that you're doing? Cause I already know about your background, but our listeners don't. And I think it'd be really cool to share how God shaped your life since then and what you're doing about it. <laughs> um, so it turns out, uh, I can write, uh, which is a, you know, a whole nother, uh, a couple of years ago, I, um, I had a really bad illness. I have a blood clotting disorder and, uh, I've had blood clots in my lungs before back when I was in my twenties and survived those. And then back in 2020, um, I had it really bad, like where I should most definitely not be alive. Um, and it was like, you know, I, I knew I was going to be okay. There's no reason I'm alive. I mean, the doctor still to this day, I have an appointment next week. And every time I walk in there, he's like, it's the miracle girl. <laughs> because they're like, how are you alive? Um, you know, and uh, so during, I, I had this, this idea, because I have, I've had a crazy, beautiful, amazing, crazy life where people are like, how are you? so happy you know and i'm like it's god there's that's the only reason because other people would have used the things that have happened to me in my past and uh as a, as a reason to be a victim um but so i had this idea years um writing all these things down showing people the lessons that i've learned in my life um but i had gotten too busy to actually write so I tell people that God cleared my schedule um, because he took me out of uh, out of commission um, for about four months back in 2020 during. A, so I just retired from the mortgage business. And 2020, as a lot of people can remember, was like interest rates were like two percent and people were buying houses without you know, even looking at them, paying one hundred thousand dollars over the busiest time of my career ever top of my game just met the man of my dreams which is my husband now which is awesome um and uh got the blood clots again and this time they were it was bad and uh i had developed a incurable disease which is i'm cured of it by the way um and Praise i could <laughs> god yeah um i had uh I, I couldn't work um, for four months. And so I'm like, what am I going to do? I'm like, well, I guess I'm going to write that book. I've been meaning to write forever. And I, I did. And I, I wrote, I wrote every day and I put together uh, my first book, which is called The Storm. Um, and I wrote it, it, you know, I hate to say this, but like, just in case I did die, because um, I wasn't sure. They, they said when I was diagnosed with this, uh, disease. I said I had five to seven years left. Um, and uh, my heart was going to fail. 
so I kind of wrote it as a legacy piece, but at the same time, it's like, kind of, like I knew I was going to be okay. Like I wasn't worried about it. It, it. I don't even know how to explain that. I just felt at peace with it. Um, so in, in the book, got published very quickly, um, won an international book award for the best general religion book back in 2022. Uh, then I wrote another book uh, called Grit and Gratitude. Um, and it's, again, kind of lessons and stories. But this one, I kind of added more business tips for for women and, and Christians in the, in the workplace. But the whole time, I mean, I brought God with me. Um, and he's in everything that we do. I mean, we, we would pray at work. Um, we would pray over our loan files. We would pray over our customers. We would, uh, I mean, you name it. I mean, it, God was with me um, and nothing was my own doing. Uh, it, all, all God inspired. And uh, yeah, so I, I mean, I, I have a couple books now. Uh, I speak. Um, and matter of fact, as soon as we get off of this, uh podcast i am calling the women's shelter because i want i've been on my heart to go and speak to the women there um i started uh, coaching women specifically um just to try to get them to like like if i could do it you could do it you know i mean that's 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 my yeah you know, the most powerful message right now, but I can't think of anything else to, other way to put it. Uh, no, that's great. But yeah, I mean, just bring in God with you. And I, I try to just show people like a life with God is so much better than without him. And the only way to, to, to know what that feels like is to try to have that relationship, you know, and it does, it changes you from the inside yeah. out. It does. I mean, I don't know. I look at myself 30 years ago, 20 years ago. I'm like, I was such a jerk. <laughs> I really was. And, um, you know, I, now I like to think that I'm not a jerk. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I just want to help people now. I just kind of just share. And that's why I wrote the book. That's like, yeah, look at this, 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 and this. If I can overcome cancer, blood clots, abuse, molestation, you know, sexual assault, you know, crazy relationships. I mean, if I could overcome all these things and still have success and like great success, like, let me show you how to do it. You can too. Yeah. It doesn't matter like where you've been. doesn't matter how you grew up. doesn't matter what happened to you or if you had no money. I've had nothing, nothing, you know, lived in an apartment with cardboard boxes and sleeping bags and ate ramen noodle soup, you know, and I've also made a ton of money. It's just, but you got to just bring God with you. Yeah. I think, yeah, you know, I, this is so awesome. And I, and I think that the, the, the biggest takeaway that I'm getting from this is that when people that have this sense of independence due to, you know, God blessing them and, and, and using scenarios in their life, I mean, not that they don't show up. I mean, you have to show up and you have to work hard, but God uses, things in your life. I'm thinking about, I'm, I'm literally reflecting on, on some of the things in my own life. And I'm like, you know, when I was at a stage in my early twenties where I was like, Oh, I, you know, let me pat myself on the back. I did these really awesome things and all these, it's, all I got, you. I, it's like yeah. literally like I got humbled very in mm -hmm. various ways doing, you know, based upon the pride that I had and different things. And, and all of a sudden I realized, you know, it's not, it wasn't just me. It was, it was God. And now it's like, the more I just 
give him credit and the more I do depend on him, it's, it's so good. And he just comes in and makes yeah. it so much more fruitful. The, 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 the reward emotionally is so much more fruitful spiritually. I, I, I feel this wholeness and, um, I'm, I, I think that this is really blessing our audience, Jen. Thank you. Because no, you're welcome. so many people I think battle with this and they don't, they don't even know how to articulate it. If that makes sense. There's a lot yeah. of people, especially our, our, our generation here, you know, there's a lot, a lot, a lot of people that are listening to this and they're like, you know, they don't know how to articulate it. And I think you did it phenomenally. And I thank you for thank that. You. As we're, Thanks. as we're coming to a, of course, yeah, as we're coming to a close here, is there any other, any other takeaways you would like to leave uh, our, our listenership that maybe, maybe I didn't <clears throat> mention here as, as I was like kind of going over my main takeaways. Is there anything else that you'd like for people to take away? I mean, uh, it's, it's an acceptable answer too. Yeah. Tr okay. I, you know, just, yeah. just trust, um, you know, don't uh, that um, I'm trying to think of how to best put it. Uh, yeah. Take your time. Synthesize that so thought. Yeah important um you know if, if you look at the things that you worry about and then think about how much time you wasted worrying right and like everything always works out the way it's supposed to and it's always better than you think it's going to be so if someone is going through something right now like you know we'll use my my, my ankles uh as an example the broken ankles again that could have gone the other way but you know that incident spurred so many other ripples uh in my life you know not only gave me a great testimony to help other people and and you know but it changed everything i mean the way i, I the relationship with my dad the relationship with my dad the, you know the success and you know dependence and independence and you know just because you're going through something that's really on the surface looks like it sucks. It doesn't <laughs> like there is a reason for it, but your job is to trust, right? You can't just be like, you know, who knows what's going to happen. You have to trust that it's going to happen. Like something good is going to come out of it. And then you have to be how your heart has to be open enough to, to recognize what that good thing is or can be. Um, and it doesn't matter whatever that thing is, something good will come out of it. If you let it, right? You have to invite that into your heart first um, and be open to those possibilities. That, that's all I got so today. Good. Thanks. So good. <laughs> no, it's so good. Hey, well, everyone listening to this, please like and share this. If you know of anyone that's going to benefit from, from Jen's message, which I think so many people will. And, uh, we just give God the glory here. And we ask you that if you're, if you're watching this, um, please keep walking out your change. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And with that, we'll see you on the next episode.